It's Movies, the podcast, featuring Nick and Ezra Stein and their dad. Are you not entertained? 88 miles per hour! Hasta baby. Yes, you're very smart. Shut up. Yo, There's no crying in baseball! I have two guns, one for each of you. All right, welcome to Movies, the podcast. I'm Kevin, the dad. I'm Nick. I'm one of the sons. <laughs> and are we doing the the Holy Spirit thing again? No, no, we already did that. <laughs> we don't uh, recycle I'm, jokes. I'm here. Ezra, the other son. Yeah, we'll have all new jokes this time. But um, you can be the moon. So today, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about great performances. Are we really looking at? great performances are we able to look at great performances or are we looking at um our favorite performances like likable performances i have a little bit of both uh, actually I, I also have a, but i think for i think for the one that i picked that was top i tried to be as unbiased as possible um in fact i think th- i had two that i was kind of cycling between and i think they're both a little bit obvious but they're obvious because like everybody's kind of in in agreement about it, you know? And so I think that helps rather than trying to look for the one that like affected me the most, you know? Okay. Although I do have some on the list that I, uh, I personally think are really good. Well, uh, the reason I say that is because I kind of focused in on actors that I thought were great. And I was looking at various performances of theirs and I was thinking to myself, you know what? Some more, you know, snobbish kind of person would be like, why'd you pick that? Yeah. <laughs> perform Jack Nicholson performance over this Jack Nicholson performance. And so I ended up picking a lot of ones that I'm like, I wonder if people are going to think I'm crazy for that. What do you think, Ezra? Um, I Mine's also kind of a mix of my favorites. <laughs> and so I, it's hard to be objective with this. So I was just wondering, so I got down to my top handful of actors and actresses, but I looked at female and male performances and I ended up just having to decide based on what my favorite was. Like I could not, I could not say, oh yeah, Ingrid Bergman in Casablanca is up against like Catherine Hepburn in, you know, out of Africa or something like that. You, you, it's, you wouldn't be able to separate them out. Yeah. Okay. So maybe We'll start with you guys avoiding your top. So hold that, hold that close to your vest for a minute, okay? And start talking about one movie that was sort, one performance that was sort of at the top for you, but didn't quite make. Well, I, I had those two that I was debating between, so I, I won't um, mention either of them, even though I did finally pick like the one that I think is slightly. Better. Are they related to each other? No, not okay. at all. But. One performance that I had in mind that I thought was good but not necessarily talked about as much was um, Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal. I can't hear you. Do you understand me? I can't. I'm deaf. I'm deaf. Is he on your list too? No, but I I thought about it. That was incredible. I would also say him in Nightcrawler. Him and Nightcrawler. And I the actually, TV series too. I actually, I actually have, yeah. I actually yeah. have Jake Gyllenhaal and Nightcrawler on my list. He's he's like in my top ten. One on my list would be Kevin Spacey for The Usual Suspects. Um, however, uh, no, I know, I know, I know. 
the guy the guy won. No, but it is a question of separating. You know. Yeah, the that's my artist. question. So I, my question was, what if an actor is a horrible person? I guess that's a matter of perspective, and our perspective reigns supreme on this show, and we think he's probably a bad guy, but. He's in one of your favorite movies. He's in a lot Baby of Baby Driver. So how do you how do you separate that out? So I the think question is if an actor is a horrible person in real life, does it bias you against their performance? And I think your groan answered that question because when I threw the name I, out, you're like, oh. I was actually gonna say hundred percent I think that it does introduce bias. I think what it does is it sort of damages like the legacy of the poor performance where like for example, with The Usual Suspects, I watched that before all, like, the Kevin Spacey controversy went down. And so I can still look at that and think, that's an amazing performance. Why me? Why not Fester or McManus or Hockney? Why me? I'm stupid. I'm a cripple. Why me? But I think he's kind of ruined it for anyone who wants to watch it in the future because all they're going to think is, like, I hate this guy, you know? Yeah. And yeah. maybe maybe you lose some of that ability to disappear into a role if you... Uh, sort of destroy all your moral credibility. I think that's a good point. And maybe the reason why I haven't watched that movie since this happened. Have you watched it since? Not recently. Have you watched so. Baby Driver? Because you watched that pretty I do. Watch I have it. watched Baby Driver. Watch was yeah. it was it harder to watch? A little bit. It was harder to watch and also I find myself recommending that movie less now that not only is Kevin Spacey, you know, in a, a lot of hot water, but then the lead as oh, well, yeah, Ansel, Ansel Elgort. Elgort. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So like, I you're almost embarrassed like, about like, it. Yeah. yeah, I love the movie, and I and then, I want other people to enjoy it, but I don't know if they will. And on top of that, I don't want to necessarily be the flag bearer for it. You know, some stuff just came out about Jamie Fox too. Some allegations. Oh yeah, Jamie so, Fox. Like, right? that, that whole cast is like cursed now. Do you know why the allegations yeah, are why. coming out? Why right now? No. Well, well, I know. Uh, I was actually curious about that because I was I literally Googled news about Jamie Foxx this morning because I saw that he had had like his mystery illness. I don't know if you heard about that, uh, but he was apparently like people thought he was going to die. Like he was on death's door. He couldn't walk and he w he just gave a speech about it, which is why he's in the news right now, um, because he's like he's recovered from and everything. But he was saying like he thought he was going to die. So they thought that was a good time to that's prosecute what I was thinking. Him. That's what I was thinking. There were two <laughs> yeah. headlines. It was like a headline where it was like, Jamie Foxx's miraculous recovery. And then right below that, it was like, we uncovered what Jamie Foxx did back in the day. You know, like. Well, I mean, I think uh, your level of health is irrelevant to any crimes that you committed. <laughs> so yeah. like these Nazis that they hunt down, you know, that are oh, in their yeah. 90s, they're, on, they're in wheelchairs and stuff. And I still look at them and I'm like, yeah, we're going to take the last two years of your life. Yeah, he doesn't get immunity. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, um, but it is interesting timing. I don't oh, know. But what was, were you going to say about I that? I was going to tell you that I wish I had more details on it, but there was something that the court system did where they extended the statute of limitations on those kinds of offenses in light of the Me Too movement to a certain time. And it was like, I think it was like last week or the week before. So all these people who had experienced sexual assault or sexual harassment or any kind of violence, they um, they had till a certain day at midnight to file. And so 
That's why all these were surfacing in the news oh. at the same time. Because so many people are like, well, there's no point now. You know, like, why make a big deal out of it if they're not going to get justice in the court system? Right, because it takes a lot of courage to come forward. And especially if you think nobody's going to believe you or that the statute of limitations might have run out. But they basically told them, now's your chance if you want to take it. And a lot of them took it. So, Also, my first one that I was going to say, we never got to me. Oh, <laughs> did we totally skip Ezra yeah. on that? Okay, before we move on to the fiat, yeah. Ezra. Sorry, okay. sorry, Ezra. What was I the wanna... one that you had in mind for that previous question? Uh, I'm going to throw out Tom Cruise in Collateral. Six hours he's riding the subway before anybody notices his corpse doing laps around L.A., people on and off sitting next to him. Nobody notices. Yeah, well, I have not seen that movie, but... He's he's so good in that. It's But you it's, do I talk about it a lot. <laughs> I do. I think it's his best performance. I'll have to watch that. I've been that, meaning to. That's really interesting, Especially Ezra. with the new Michael Mann movie coming out. This is yeah. the problem that I was talking about with actors that have a lot of great performances. Um, some of them are more showy performances. Like, he got nominated for... Didn't he get nominated for Magnolia? I think so. And then he got nominated for Born on the Fourth of July, too. He was excellent in that. Did he ever get nominated for Jerry Maguire? No, I think Cuba Gooding Jr. did, and he but won. Not him. But I don't yeah. think... So you picked a kind of a different Tom Cruise performance than maybe um, some regular yeah. film critics. I mean, I, I love I love Magnolia. I love Jerry Maguire, but I think he's I think something about Collateral. Just he kind of uses his action hero movie star persona and uses that to play like this serial killer almost. Yeah, and something about it is just. So it, it works. I think it, I think it's a great performance. I yeah. just I just think of his whole catalog, and I'm like, oh, that's cool that you kind of honed in on that one. I'm also biased towards anything Michael Mann's been involved in. Ezra's yeah. a big fan of Michael Mann. Yeah, Michael Mann's fantastic. I love his movies. Got a new movie coming out. It's the so, Ferrari, Ferrari one with Adam oh, Driver. Oh yeah, that yeah. looks fantastic. We'll definitely watch that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we going, won't skip you yeah, this time. Going back forward. Let's start with Ezra this time. Yeah, just to make sure. What's uh, a great female performance? This is, I'm going to shout out a comedic one. It's okay. so dramatic. I'm going to say Marissa Tomei yeah, and yeah. my cousin Vinny. That is yeah. such a good good answer. A little encouragement. Is that what you want? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You were wonderful in there. The way you handled that judge. Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are. All right, knock it off. Yeah, For she's, sure. she's yeah. terrific. I have, I have a few comedic ones as well that I think are maybe not necessarily awards material, which is kind of true for a lot of comedic performances, but I wanted to include them because it, I think that's a almost yeah. a more difficult style of acting in a lot of cases. Well, that's true. And and the funny thing about my cousin Vinny is Marissa Tomei was actually recognized. She's the one of the very few female actors that um, won the Oscar for a comedic performance. And a lot of people thought, that's kind of crazy, but... Yeah, I mean, know, if you watch the movie... It. She earned she it. Totally She's hilarious. She yeah. just... I mean, that's a very underrated movie. Yeah. I think it's one of Joe Pesci's best performances, even though he's known for all his mafia movies and... And such. I agree. Um, I would. I've got a, quite a few comedic performances on on my list. Let's hear one. Are uh, we still going free funeral performances only? Uh, for this round, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say maybe 
Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies. That's, <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. Harry, what is the matter with you? Just tell her the truth. We are married and we have a daughter. She's uh, She's always been a, a good actress, in my opinion, ever since like her early days. But I think this one, she showed a different side of herself, being able to yeah. kind of embody that role of the wife of the spy that she doesn't know he's a spy. Uh, for mine, I will, since you guys both did comedic, I'll, I'll go dramatic for this one. Okay. Um, and this might be on your list, considering you had so many on your list and then you pared it down. I have a feeling this is one that would, like, survive the refining into the smaller list. Okay. We'll um, see. Amy Adams in Arrival. Uh, <clears throat> she was on the first iteration. Oh, but she didn't yeah. make it through? I think she's fantastic. Wow, that's she's, surprising. She's high up. She she's great. I think that's one. Of, you know what? If it feels you, like you guys are comforting me. Like, sorry, not, I, you, not you, just like best female performances, just in general. No, yeah, I think that's I think, one of the best performances ever. All right, so let's get down to um, so we can kind of keep this at a reasonable length. I want to know your what you think is the great. You you can cheat if you want to and do a male and a female greatest performance, or if you only prepared for the. Male, go ahead and do that. Why do you assume I only prepared for the male instead of the female? Because Maybe every episode of this podcast, you come in a little bit spontaneous, and you always claim you had not seen that one, whatever it might be. What does that have to do with it? <laughs> that doesn't mean that I can't pick out a female performance. I personally think out of all three female performances we just talked about, mine was the best. So, Was yours Marissa Tomei? Or no, um, oh, Amy, Adams. Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Yeah, so... She's great. Yeah. She's good in uh, Catch Me If You Can, too. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. she's good in everything. She is good she in everything. She hasn't had many good roles lately. Oh, Someone She's needs- even good in that crazy movie where she's like the princess, remember? Do you remember that one where she's singing? Enchanted? Yeah, yeah Enchanted. Yeah. She, yeah, she's good in that. I don't really like that movie, but, I mean, she's, <laughs> she's crazy she's good at it. She's very charming. Yeah. yeah. So she's what was the enchanting. question? <laughs> Uh, your mom's gonna give me grief for that one if she ever listens to the show um that was a bad joke okay go ahead oh you're gonna i don't know what the question was okay i just heard you roasting me about my newbie taste (laughs) okay let's let's get caught up i roasted nick he defended himself vigorously and then decided that his last choice was the best female performance, but now we're on to your top male performance. Of all time. Of all time. Best performance. Best performance of all time. Okay. <laughs> I so know it's lofty. For this, I was debating between two. Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs. How very thoughtful. And uh, Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. To them, you're just a freak. Like me. And I went back and forth between the two. They're both the same where they're kind of creepy, kind of villainous characters. characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that while Heath Ledger did a great job adapting the Joker and also did a really good job surprising everybody by kind of moving away from what he was doing in the past. Um, so that's always really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I think that Anthony Hopkins' performance is a little bit more sophisticated. So I'm giving him... The crown of all okay. the all time. Anthony Hopkins, Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal Lecter. Yep. Greatest performance of all time by a male actor. Ezra. I actually, I have Anthony Hopkins in my top three. I think 
what's part of what's so great about that is he has like less than 10 minutes of screen time in that whole movie. Uh, it's just so memorable. But he's like the main thing everyone remembers from that. Yeah, that's good to get so much attention and, and like be the face of a movie. Jack Nicholson did that in A Few Good Men too, remember? He was yeah. barely on screen and he won the supporting actor for that. So I guess that is a, a good test of whether or not a performance is great is if you can really maximize your, your screen time. My choice is not in the same category and he's in the movie, the entire movie, a lot of the movie. Um, and this is the, that's the reason, this choice is the reason I asked you earlier about, is this an aesthetically or objectively great choice or is it just a performance that really always resonates with me? And uh, I picked uh, Harrison Ford in The Fugitive. Nice. <laughs> that is an, an, an amazing whatever, choice. Whatever else we say about this, it is definitely a very good performance. It's not just... I don't want it to get lumped into like the category of, oh, I personally love it. Like it is it's like a very great good acting. performance. But the standout scene for me is the one where they're interrogating him after his wife is murdered. And he says something like, you think I could crush my own wife's skull? And then he's like, they took everything from me. And he pounds his yeah. pound. And then he actually looks like he's having a physical reaction to this trauma and that he's not even acting. He had a mechanical arm. Plastic. You find this man. You find this man. How tall is he? How tall is he? from me. Oh, Jesus. Well, and not only that, it's already like a hard enough um, scene to pull off if it was just him, you know, expressing grief for what happened to him. But not only that, but he has to simultaneously come across as being either really upset about this or really defensive and guilty. So, and you know, like you have like, you're watching it and you're thinking like, I believe this guy, you know, he looks so sad, but then like it cuts to the people on the other side of the one way glass, you know, what was it called? Two way mirror <laughs> <laughs> anyways. And then they're like, Oh yeah, he's guilty. And then you're like, you know what? He actually did, does seem kind of guilty. Like watching, him, you know, like, it's just yeah, yeah, and the reason I mentioned that one is because I knew it wouldn't probably be on anybody else's list. Yeah. So let's pivot away from that one really briefly, and let's do one that you think is unexpected. You skipped me again. I was gonna ask. I was like, <laughs> I was like, can someone remind me what Ezra's was? Because I cannot think of it, and that's why is because we skipped him. Ezra, I'm not doing yeah. that on purpose as a joke. I just for the, for the record, the same episode. Dad's running this show, so I would not skip you. I just want you to know that. Okay. Okay. Ezra, I profusely apologize. Yes. I'm very sorry for my actions. He diffuses his apology. That's not what? one of the strategies. Oh. Defeasibility is a strategy. Yeah, defusibility. That's actually the strategy I want to use. I forgot. I forgot about you. <laughs> uh, Mortification I can, I can, a little bit I in said, there. I said, I'm sorry. I'll take steps in the future to not do it again. I'd like to blame Nick for this. What? <laughs> his answer was really engaging. I thought you were going to blame, like, the, the shape of the room, like Ezra's tucked away in the corner. What did I have to do with it? Okay, whatever. Ezra, just give us your actor. I can't, I can't talk about it. I just have to... 
just have to throw it out there. I'm going to talk about it. So I had a few that I had to narrow it down from. Two of them from the same movie, and then, but I ended up not going with either of them. I actually, I'll get into that later. I'm going to cut in real quick and say I have a few on my list that I put down as like com or not comedy duo, but like performance duo, like ones that I couldn't filter into one person. So I think we should leave time for two. Actors one two punch performance movie. yeah oh okay let's do it but we got to go fast so go ahead okay i, I ended up going with jack nicholson in the shining wendy darling light of my life i'm not gonna hurt you you didn't let me finish my sentence i said i'm not gonna hurt you i'm just gonna bash your brains he was at the top of my list too he was there were there a lot too. of Jack He's Nicholson probably probably number three on my list. What's your number two, Jack Nicholson? Probably The Departed. I was oh gonna go gosh. with Cuckoo. I want to flow over the Cuckoo's that's, that's Nest. That. I actually agree with you, as where I'm like, The Departed might be my personal favorite, but you can't put it above The Shining. But yeah. if you could, then I would. Okay. <laughs> well, let's so we don't forget about Ezra. I had one I wanted to throw out, but let's do One Two Punch, starting with you, Ezra. One Two Punch performances. Oh, um, the ones I struggled deciding between ended up going with Jack Nicholson said were Al Pacino and oh. Robert De Niro and in heat. heat yeah if it's between you and some poor bastard whose wife you're going to turn into a widow brother you are going down the okay. best movie ever made, made all right well we got to go clockwise so it's back to me let's go with Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer and Tombstone but I got another one too, and it's uh, um, Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal in Prisoners. Oh That's man, a good one. that oh. is a good one. Okay, you go. Okay, so I've got another actor from Prisoners on this list, but different movie. Daniel Day Lewis and Paul Dano in There Will yeah. Be Blood. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> I drink it up. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. I think that those are two of the best performances of both of their careers. Um, and then the other one that I had, did I say I had three? Yeah. What was the other one? I didn't write it down, I guess. Oh, no, I got it. Uh, the Departed um, with Matt Damon and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Um, and then the final one that I had was Good Time with Benny Safdie and Robert Pattinson. That's another good one. I have a couple. I would okay. see that. Go ahead. Um, Going back to oh, the, you're the one that hasn't seen it now, huh? Okay, how the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to The Fugitive, Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. Oh, yeah. That's really good. I like that. I was going to say Pat Morita and uh, and uh, Ralph Macchio, but I'm not that crazy about Ralph Macchio's performance. <laughs> I really like the movie. Okay. <laughs> I, have, I have one more. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Paul Giamatti and Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, in Sideways. Sideways. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, I, just made him, I just made him watch that. <laughs> I said, you're not allowed to watch anything else until you watch this movie. <laughs> I want to watch the new Paul Giamatti movie. The Holdovers? The holdovers. I was just going to say, it? I think Paul Giamatti has the best performance of 2023. I'm okay. I'm probably going to watch uh, that tonight. But my top performance in 2023 so far is... Uh, Godzilla and Godzilla. <laughs> I was good. <laughs> so it is Godzilla that is the best actor in that movie. Well, when you mentioned um, Daniel Day Lewis and Paul Dano, I was thinking I actually felt some shame in putting The Fugitive top because I'm like, 
man, Daniel Day-Lewis and Robert De Niro. Yeah. Like two of the greatest actors of all time, and then I don't put them in the top spot. But some amazing performances. Yeah. At a certain point, it's just like they're just perfect performances from the actor, you know? Okay. Let's do no commentary on this choice, but you're going to take something off of your list that you think the other two would not have on their list. <laughs> What's funny is uh, that's the only thing I have left on my list. Oh. I, I mentioned earlier that I had like a comedic performance. And the more I think about it, the less I think that it's like a really amazing performance necessarily. But it's just, it's a comedy movie and the performance fits the movie perfectly. Okay, what is it? It's Andy Samberg in Hot Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Souls of the Animal Kingdom. Eagle, fox, bottlenose dolphin, octopus, house cat. Okay, let's jump this jump. Yeah. I just think like without him, that movie falls apart. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of movies like that. And you know. I, I tend to shy away from performances where the actor just seems like they're acting like themselves. You know, that's fair. That's, that's point, fair. But... Okay, let me let me give you a different one then. Okay. Will Ferrell in Elf. That's good. I'm not a huge fan of him in that movie. What? Honestly. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a fun movie, but it's fun. I don't it, think he's particularly like hilarious in it. I think he's hilarious. In All it. right. I, I'm with you, Nick. I'm thinking of the scene where he says Santa's coming and he th like destroys everything. Like who else could do that? Yeah. You know? I've never been a huge Will Ferrell fan, if I'm being honest. What about Megamind? I do love Megamind. All right. Then we're good. Okay, you go ahead. Ezra, one um, that you think is not on our list. Hmm. He's going to name a movie that he knows I haven't seen, like some A24 I movie. I don't know. Um, I, I, this might be on your list, or it might have been overlooked. But I'm going to say, like, this is like a top three all-time performance, which is why I'm going to say it. I'm going to say Sigourney Weaver in Aliens specifically. Great, great that choice. That movie is, it in is? fact, on my list. I'm pretty sure mine won't be on your list. Here we go. Mine wasn't, but I didn't have that on my list, and I think it's because I was making, like, a subconscious effort to steer clear of horror, like, other than Anthony Hopkins, which, like, I had to include but because it was my top We're one. okay because we're not talking about the genre. Well, and horror. I'm not even saying, like, it was, like, a choice that I didn't want to do horror, but I just yeah. think that, like, I've been trying to think of other things lately because we've explored that so much in our previous episodes. Okay, so mine comes out of left field. I know it's not on your list. Field of no. Dreams. Nope. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Emma Stone in uh, Zombieland. Uh, that's, that's a good one. That's oh. a hilarious performance. Yes. Yeah. The scene that's standing out, to, she's funny through the whole movie, but the scene that stands out to me is when uh, Bill Murray's dying and she just starts to crack up and then she's like, I don't know, he just gets me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just gets me. <laughs> but it still is sad. I think she's great in that. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so yeah, we're going to... I have a better answer. Okay. You only get one, though. Okay. So Swapping no, it out. Swapping it out. Are you going to try to get one that's not on my list? Okay, yeah, I let's see if you on. can do it. Michael Caine in A Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Uh, it's not on my list. <laughs> awesome. So I'm the Muppets out. have been mentioned. We didn't mention yeah. Cat's Eye yet, but 
I do think the performance from the cat in that yeah. movie. How did how did they get the cat to do should that? get some rec- recognition just because you really feel like the cat. Um, you feel the stakes, and the cat does a good sense of conveying the danger. I think. So we're gonna end the show with a little quiz, and um, I know uh, Nick is like zero for three or something on our quizzes now. So I want to give you an opportunity. I hate this charity. Like, you feel like you have to throw me a bone. Well, just do the quiz. I'll win. You probably should. And if you don't, then it's tailored I'm to me, for, dis- to my knowledge. Yeah. Well, then that is just so offensive. All right, Ezra. See ya. Ezra, get out for a minute. Right. We're not even going to do time. We're just going to do how many, how, like, how many you can name. How many maximum? In general. And you can't go a ridiculous amount of time. Like, it'll be like 10 to 15 seconds. And I'll cut you off if I think it's being ridiculous. Okay. Okay, here's your question, Nick. Name as many characters from the movie Megamind as you can. Okay, you know what? This is just insulting at this point. Okay, well, name them. Okay. Uh, Megamind, Metro Man, uh, Minion, Titan, Roxanne Ritchie, the mayor. There's the brain bots. There is the J.K. Simmons. He plays the warden at the school. Um, there's the teacher in the elementary school <laughs> where right. they live. Um, there, I guess these are like super minor characters, yeah, but the family going. that, um, Metro man gets adopted into. And then the okay. prison, the prisoners in the jail that Metro man goes to, there is the space dad, which is like the alter ego of <laughs> mega mind and then space step mom as well. That's right. Um, what, who else do they have? Uh, I might be, Oh, there's Bernard. He's the museum yeah, yeah, worker yeah. that he impersonates. Um, they have, oh, that might be it. I don't know. We'll see if Ezra gets more. Well, we're going to stop, there. stop you there. I bet I could get more. But there, also. there is, there is the baby too. What the boss yeah. baby? Yeah. No, not the boss. <laughs> but there's baby. a ba- baby in the movie too. Okay. All right. Like the, that he juggles or, you know what? I'm leaving the room now. No, you can stay. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I can stay. Cause I already did it. Come on, Ezzy. Ezra Mark Stein stepping up to the I probably plate. shouldn't call him Ezzy on the air. It's it's a term of endearment, but it's probably we gotta keep this professional. Ezzy Bear. Okay, okay, my sweet boy. This is your <laughs> turn. <laughs> He's uh twenty years old, so I should probably but he'll always be my my boy. Okay. Name Nick did really well in this. Name as I'm still insulted by this game. I just have to say <laughs> the entire concept that you have to tailor a game to my okay. You know, well, you you did even better than I thought you were gonna do. I, I thought you were gonna get like the six or seven major ones, but you went off. I love that movie. Okay, Ezra. I think I know what movie it is. <laughs> um, name as many characters from the movie Mega Man as you can. <laughs> Am yeah. I timed? No. no just okay. go as long as you're you're keeping a rhythm going. Okay. Megamind. Roxanne Ritchie, Hal Stewart, Minion, The Warden, Metro Man, Music Man. <laughs> um, do the brain bots count? Yep. Uh, Bernard, um, the school teacher. Um, they're not, I don't think their characters are named, but the other kids at school. Um, the one prisoner that says, can we keep it? <laughs> um, the, uh, did I say the warden already? You did. Uh, uh, Titan. 
That um, doesn't count as two. That's Hal Stewart. You already said Hal Stewart. Okay. Oh, so okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna. So I guess I can't count Space Dad. I did actually. Um, <laughs> I counted <laughs> twice. And okay. Space Stepmom. The alligators. Oh, I didn't get the alligators. The spider. Sorry, I'm uh, not supposed the, to. The spider. The spider. Arachnus Deathicus. Um, Nick, I think you got a couple more. Than you know what? what? That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that was, well, I, 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 I could have gotten it. I just felt like it was going on too. I long. found you both <laughs> super impressive. <laughs> I would have got Megamind, Metro Man, Titan, Roxanne Ritchie, Bernard, and the Minion. And then I'd probably be done after that. So you guys are awesome. Okay, well, that we can. Love, we love Megamind here. Yeah. This is a Megamind friendly podcast. Well, the reason that relates to the topic today is because I actually think that Will Ferrell's performance He's as really Megamind is terrific. I actually would argue that it's his best performance. I, I would I, agree I with I you. I would agree. I would. Yeah. So since we were talking about Elf. And, and Brad Pitt is in that too. And even though I wouldn't say it's his best performance, he gives a very good performance. He's well. great in that. And He's fantastic. Jonah, Jonah Hill is terrific. J.K. Simmons deserves some rec- recognition for Whiplash and then also for all of the voice acting stuff. That well, he was on my list for Whiplash. He didn't make it to the top, but I thought he was fantastic in that. Yeah. Anyway, that concludes this episode of Movies the Podcast. We'll see you next time. Woohoo! <laughs> Are we still doing that? No. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>